0: Hey everybody, it's Matt. Thanks for tuning in to our Growing Greater podcast. We're kicking off this episode with a thank you to the team at PNC Bank. You know, the professionals of PNC offer a wide range of banking, investment, and financial services for individuals and small businesses, and for middle market companies and multinational corporations, as well as for government entities. PNC provides the knowledge, the guidance, and the resources for financial success. Learn more about all that PNC Bank has to offer by visiting pnc.com. And join me in thanking PNC for their support of our Growing Greater podcast. This is growing Growing Greater. Bringing you the stories of economic growth, job creation, and business success from across the 11 county community of northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and southeastern Pennsylvania. Now, here's Matt Gabriel. Yeah! We here at Growing Greater, we hope each of you and your families and your colleagues are safe and healthy and staying positive during this unprecedented time of containment as we all manage through the COVID-19 global health emergency. So working remotely from our home offices, it's now kind of the new normal, at least temporarily. But for Emily Morgan, she has built her thriving business around this virtual office model, and she's been doing it for more than 12 years, way ahead of our current times. Emily's mission, it's multifaceted help reshape the culture of the traditional workforce by providing professional, flexible employment opportunities for her team members, while also providing entrepreneurs with strategic workforce options that support the growth of their operations in ways that are more efficient and more effective. So just what is a virtual assistant and how does it work? Emily's here to help us understand this model. She's the founder and CEO of Delegate Solutions. Some call it Delegate Solutions, a company that provides virtual assistant services specifically for entrepreneurs. Doing it with an eye toward empowering those leaders to focus more on what they do best grow their businesses. Emily is a nationally recognized expert on the topic of delegation, automation, remote workforces, and the flex work culture. She's been featured in the Huffington Post and the New York Times, and as a top 50 remote employer by Forbes. During this extraordinary time in our history, where sheltering in place and working remotely are part of our daily lives, having the insights from an expert like Emily, well, it may help us all look through a different lens when it comes to productivity and delivering success in business and in life. Here, Emily shares with us more about her vision and her inspiration for her virtual business.
1: Well, my business and my family life are pretty much one, so (laughs) no problem. Basically, my company is 12 years old, and it was created to operate as a 100% remote and flex work company. So about 12 years ago when I started my company, I was about to have my son, Nathan, and I was looking to eliminate the commute and the traditional nine-to-five so that I could be present to raise him. And I knew I had a skill set and wanted to continue my career, but I really did not want to deal with that sort of traditional construct. So I set out to figure out how to take my skills and do them virtually. So I opened up a virtual assistant company. And initially, it was just me doing the work. But over the last 12 years, we've scaled out to a team of about 40 people. We're distributed all around the country. And, you know, my team all works from home, supporting the country's greatest and best entrepreneurs
0: naturally you're all spread out because you're working virtually in the same way that you're kind of supporting other organizations through encouraging them to be virtual in their approach as well so let's shift gears a little bit and i've been saying delegate solutions delegate solutions how do you say it and this is a nice lead-in emily if you could share with us how do you describe your organization to the average person
1: yeah. So when I started the company, it was based on the word delegate because that's what we do. We're delegation experts. But over the years, everyone's just started calling it delegate, delegate solution. So we just kind of go with it. I even changed the logo to do the long A sign over the A to try <laughs> and indicate. But I think it just rolls off the tongue better. So we go with delegate. You know, we'll sometimes say like DS as a, an abbreviation. But we are a premium virtual assistant firm, and we work specifically with entrepreneurs and small business owners who are looking to grow and scale without sort of thinking about it in an additional way. So we're definitely like a fractional resource, and that means that we work with clients one to two hours a day, and we help them remotely with things like scheduling, travel planning, inbox, project management, a ton of personal tasks. Like the whole goal is to help them figure out what to delegate and how to delegate so that they can take that time and be more impactful in what they're trying to do as an entrepreneur.
0: That makes perfect sense. And I know, Emily, that your team works out of, I guess, what I would call four boxes or four mm-hmm. service areas. And I was hoping we could dive in a little bit to each of those four okay. service areas so that folks have you know, kind of an appreciation for how you and your team really approach the services that you can provide. And you know I'm specifically thinking of these four areas, strategic support, freedom for teams, pure implementation formula, and consulting services. You can start wherever you like, but I was hoping you could touch on each of those.
1: Sure. Our core service is what we call strategic support. So that's the service where we work with you one to two hours a day. We build out a delegation strategy that's based on your goals and priorities. A lot of the times entrepreneurs know they need help. They've hit the ceiling and they know that they need to get things off their plate, but they're very scared to delegate. They don't know what to delegate or how to delegate. So we come in with our process and extract that information and build the strategy to support them going forward. So that's a lot different than having an FTE kind of in the office waiting for you to direct them what you need them to do. We're going to bring the strategy and we're going to bring the processes to actually take those things off your plate. So that's our core service. Our pure implementation formula is really for helping clients that are running on EOS, the Entrepreneur's Operating System. In those companies, you're working with an EOS implementer typically, and you are spending a lot of money to implement this process in your business. And there's actually quite a bit of admin that needs to happen to bring that to light. And in some cases, you might have an assistant on site that either is already at capacity or really not going to be part of rolling something like that out. So you can pull our team in to bring some expertise around bringing this program to life in the day-to-day of your business administratively. And then Freedom for Teams is really about providing the same type of support that we do for the entrepreneur, but doing it for your team. So coming in and leveraging Things like taking their scheduling or their inbox or all their travel plans, research projects, things like that off their plate that slow them down for being really productive and impactful in your business.
0: Totally. And then consulting services, probably pretty straightforward, but I bet it's uh, (laughs) more enlightening than the average person would expect it to be once you dive into it.
1: Yeah. So a lot of the times what we've done is come in and help companies put together processes, where you can take part of the existing process of the business and delegate that off-site. So that'll give you increased manpower for your team. We can also come in and give some suggestions around how you can better automate different processes in the business. But the whole goal is to get as much leverage as you can out of your on-site people.
0: Gotcha. And I want to dive into what I would call the situation at hand, if you will. You know, we're having this conversation in April of twenty twenty, and I suspect that you may be seeing a little bit of an increase in in at least awareness and outreach from organizations who want to explore the potential to have a service like yours, a virtual kind of assistant and a delegation of responsibilities. I suspect that's increasing a little bit over the last three weeks or depending on when this containment activity related to the coronavirus began for some folks. It could have been five, six, seven, eight weeks or so ago. Are you feeling that kind of, I guess for lack of a better word, opportunity emerging as a result of the global health crisis that we're all experiencing?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because these kinds of crisis force you to think about different opportunities than maybe you've thought of in the past. So for us, like we're focused solely on pretty much small business and small business owners and small business has been one of the most impacted sectors of our economy by this situation. So we are looking at, you know, we have an education challenge. People don't know that what we do is an option. So we're doing tons of webinars. We do tons of content. We bring in different partners and we share content. So it's, for us, it's about introducing the idea that, hey, this is a way through this challenging time. So we've been reaching out to our clients. Maybe they've had to lay people off and we're doing promotional pricing on just overage hours. Like let's say they need to pull in some work that someone else was doing that they had to let go. You know, we'll step up and cover that work for the next couple of months at a reduced price. So we're just doing some creative things and doing some outreach to industries that we know are already impacted in a positive way. So meaning they have more work than they can possibly handle because we're already remote. We're plug and play type admin resource and we're flexible to whatever the admin demands are that they might need
0: makes perfect sense and you know frankly from my observation as an outsider looking in you are i guess what some folks would suggest is a little bit of ahead of the game you know this whole virtual working and working from home and learning a new skill set of how to best work and stay connected with your workplace and your colleagues it's new for most people but for you and your team at delegate solutions it's something you've been doing for quite some time and it's kind of just a way of life so it's not that crazy and you know you're pretty well positioned to be a subject matter expert in this space, I suspect.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, we did a webinar like two weeks ago where we brought in some of our other remote work friends. Like, I've been a remote flex work champion for 12 years. This is near and dear to my heart. So, the fact that people are kind of being forced into it to realize that it can work, I don't see that as a bad thing. But there's obviously best practices and there's ways that you can bring culture into your virtual teams that I think people are still wrapping their heads around as they're just trying to get set up on the infrastructure. So I want to talk
0: a little bit about impact if we can, Emily. And I know you have some really good examples over your 12-plus year career and certainly in your time leading and serving as the founder and CEO of Delegate Solutions Is there a a specific example that you're comfortable sharing with us, a case study, if you will, of a particular company or industry that you and your team are particularly proud of because of the positive impact you've had in helping them to be more successful?
1: Yeah, so we have a couple case studies on our website with all different industries represented. But one that I'll share about today is Boomer Consulting. So, Boomer Consulting is a consulting firm that works with accounting firms to help with their strategic planning and technology and things like that. They came to us as they were experiencing tremendous growth and changing how they were going to work with their clients. And they knew that to maintain his team's energy and focus through the process, they needed to let the team focus on what we call unique ability activities. So, unique ability is like God given talent, it's what you do well. What I was showing earlier, it's how you're making the most impact. But they didn't really know how to use an assistant to get this kind of leverage out of their team. So, you know, we ran our process to onboard them and start to figure out what to delegate, how to delegate, and put that together. But, you know, Jim, who is the CEO of Boomer, He said he started to get more feedback from his clients about responsiveness, engagement, and he found that he found himself less overloaded with a bunch of busy work, which allowed him to focus on the most important things as they were growing. So we've been working with them for several years now, and we just keep expanding with their team to continue the support plan.
0: That's great. That's a wonderful example. Thanks for sharing it. Hey, I want to shift gears slightly, Emily, to geography. And I know you had mentioned your team now is about 40 people, and I suspect Mm -hmm. they're spread out geographically across the United States, maybe across North America, maybe beyond North America. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? If you could just give us a little snapshot of that, because that's going to lead into my next question about our greater Philadelphia community.
1: Yeah, so we're all U.S.-based. My team is east to west coast. We have clients in Canada, but we don't have team members in Canada at the moment. And yeah, everybody works from home remotely.
0: So I totally appreciate, Emily, that you're a proud native of the greater Philadelphia community, having been born and raised in Southern New Jersey. You make your workplace essentially is in greater Philadelphia, Southern New Jersey, the city of Philadelphia, the surrounding region, as you and your team serve clients across the U.S. Where I'm going with this, and I was hoping you could dive into it a little bit more with me is, you know, there's something special, at least from my view, about greater Philadelphia. And we at Select Greater Philadelphia are constantly... Constantly positioning the assets of our 11 county neighborhood of Northern Delaware and Southern New Jersey and Southeastern Pennsylvania as a great place to establish and grow a company and a career. And I was hoping you could share with me a little bit more about your perspective on operating a business in this community compared with potentially another part of the country or another part of the world.
1: Sure. And I'll share at the end of sort of my thoughts around a specific example of this playing out recently for me. But, you know, it's true about Philly. Everybody knows everybody, even though it's a big city. But for me, like the resources that I've used here in Philadelphia would be the Small Business Center at Wharton before they change things up. The Entrepreneurship Legal Clinic at UPenn. One of the most impactful experiences I've had was going through the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program out of CCP. That program like, changed my life in so many ways, but more importantly, it gave me this great network of peers that are part of my inner circle. And I was recently the first graduate of the Entrepreneurs' Organization Accelerator Program here in Philly, and I'm now on the board for EO Philadelphia. And we are WBE certified out of the Philadelphia office as well.
0: That's great. And I'm glad to hear that you have so many great resources to help you and your team continue to be successful.
1: Well, I was going to share one example of the value of this network. So, you know, we are all looking at, do we have to let people off? And all, all this type of thoughts that, you know, me as a business owner, I've never had to think about this. We've never been in a position to do this. And recently my CPA was like, you might have to lay people off. And I literally like broke down in front of my team. I'm sobbing. Like, I can't believe that we're at this place. And within like a few hours, I get a call from a friend of mine through EO with this massive opportunity that like, we would never have even, I would never even had that opportunity had I not been part of that network. And it was the leader of EO kind of reached out to him. And I told her like, you literally save jobs just by picking up the phone and and making that connection for us.
0: Wow. And Emily, is that related to the current containment activities or this would have come regardless of those containment activities?
1: This is all tied to what's going on, you know, currently. But, you know, my larger point was the value of the network that I've built here in Philadelphia is invaluable to my ability to grow my company. And it's one of the most important resources that I have.
0: Yeah, gotcha. So here's the wacky question. Do you think you could be as successful as you have been over the past 12 years if your operation was located somewhere else geographically, or is there something special about greater Philadelphia that's allowing you to assemble kind of all the ingredients necessary to grow?
1: Well, I think, you know, the examples I gave of the support that exists here for entrepreneurs is unique. And the fact that it, you know, in EO, for example, we have 100 to 125 members at any given time. So it's still a small enough community where you can have real relationships. Going through, we were on the Philly 100 this year. You know, that was a great talking point for us. We won the Chamber Award, a great opportunity for us. So I just feel extremely supported by my network here in Philly. And I don't know that there's as much support for entrepreneurs in other cities.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you on that as well. So, Emily, I want to come back to something you had mentioned before, and I want to lighten it up a little bit, hopefully. You know, you had mentioned the four service areas of strategic support and pure implementation formula, freedom for teams and consulting services. And I loved your description of the type of support that you and your team provide, your core offerings. Can you share with us, perhaps, if it's appropriate, you know, maybe the most unusual request that you may have received, and is there anything that you and your team would step back and say, whoa, I'm not sure that's something that's in our comfort zone to provide that level of support for that particular type of opportunity or industry sector or whatever it happens to be?
1: Yeah, that's a funny question. I'm laughing as you're asking me that question. Because just like you would experience in the office, like admin is a unique creature in the office. And we get tasked with some of the weirdest activities. <laughs> but one of the things that I remember doing when I first started a company was one of my clients who was like a multimillionaire entrepreneur wanted to go down the shore to his shore house and his pants were home in Morristown at his house in Morristown. <laughs> So he asked me to work with his driver to go back and pick up his pants from Morristown and drive down the shore. And this was a task that he assigned. So that's probably one of the weirdest ones.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, totally. And you're right. To your point, that could happen whether you know your team was physically located in a person's office as a full-time employee or as a virtual assistant through the Delegate Solutions operation. Thanks for sharing exactly. that one. That's an interesting one. <laughs> So I want to shift gears slightly and talk about the future and what's next. And where do you see Delegate Solutions in the next three years, the next five years, the next 10 years?
1: Yeah, well, since we run on EOS, we have a really clear picture of what that means. And I can tell you our 10-year target is to free up 1.4 million hours for entrepreneurs. I think last year we did about let's see, like 70,000 hours in, in last year. So we have a strong growth plan that we're following to get us to that type of number. But we measure our impact by hours freed up. So our mission is really to create freedom for people to do what they love and have a big impact. And we do that through our consultative executive level support. And it's measured by hours freed up.
0: And speaking of providing excellent service for clients virtually or in person, let's thank the team at Kissler Tiffany Benefits, knowing the needs of their customers. This is the key characteristic that distinguishes the people of Kissler Tiffany Benefits, leading to its growth and success over their nearly 60 years as a trusted leader of employee benefits consulting. The professionals of Kistler Tiffany Benefits, they work hand-in-hand with their clients to find long-term strategies and sustainable solutions that control costs for individuals, small businesses, and large, complex organizations with multi-state operations. The experts at Kistler Tiffany Benefits, they understand the importance that employers and employees place on having affordable, valuable benefits packages. You can learn more at KTBenefits.com. That's KTBenefits.com. And join me in thanking Kistler Tiffany Benefits for believing in our Growing Greater podcast. Now, let's get back to our conversation with Emily. So I'm going to shift to a, a related question that I meant to ask earlier, if you don't mind, Emily. And I'm curious, are there other Organizations like yours, in other words, when Delegate Solutions may lose a project to another company, who might they be losing it to? And is this a, a business sector that's been around, you know, before Delegate Solutions was formed 12 years ago?
1: Yeah, the industry, like I said, is still fairly new. When I started, it was establishing itself, so back in 2007. We do have competitors, but I think. The market is so vast that we all offer what we offer in different ways. So, for example, we only work with entrepreneurs in small business. We provide a very prescribed process around how we help you delegate other services that exist are more focused on, you know, in one situation, it's around giving you a virtual assistant. So they're just handling the staffing. They're not handling managing the employees, training them, dealing with the day in and day out. They're just simply, you know, assigning you a team member based on an intake process. So there's lots of different ways that people are contributing in this space, but we really have a unique philosophy and approach to delegation that makes us a different type of resource.
0: I want to shift gears to one of my favorite questions, Emily, and that is about a change, a change that we could make in the industry or in your organization. And this could be anything, that kind of proverbial question of what's keeping you up at night. And if you could go in and change one thing, it could be the brand and the image of your industry. It could be the acceptance of a virtual assistant and what that means to folks or the awareness of it all, or some other aspect of it that when you think back on and you step back and you look at the big picture and you say, boy, if we could just get this one area to be modified or to tweak this, we could really take off in ways that we're envisioning. Does something like that stand out for you?
1: Great question. For us, it's education. So people do not know that this is an option. So we're constantly educating around functional resources. And I think the world's getting schooled on working remotely. (laughs) So that's kind of positive for us. But, you know, for us, it's just about letting people know that there's a different way to think about how you're going to scale and how you're going to get help. And that there's not just a one size fits all approach to that.
0: We are certainly in an environment where people are being challenged to think differently. And the type of solution that you and your team at Delegate Solutions can introduce is really valuable at the moment. And you should be very proud of what you've built over the past 12 years, Emily. And I'm appreciative that you've taken the time to share with us your story and your journey. I do have a wrap up question and it's not surprising. It's in the spirit of our program, Growing Greater. And when we talk about Growing Greater, it's both personally and professionally. I would love for you to share with us us, advice that you offer to a young person. It could be somebody who is uh, born and raised in Southern New Jersey the way you were and went to a particular high school or university, or it could be a young professional and he or she is working as an executive assistant or they are in a team environment at a big company and they're trying to figure out what they want to do with their career and with their professional life and maybe even their personal life as they navigate different components of, you know, their journey the same way you did 12, 14, 16 years or so ago as you were kind of shaping your career and before launching Delegate Solutions. What kind of advice do you give to a young person as they navigate those next steps in their career and in their life?
1: Yeah, that's great. Like I shared, I was not raised thinking I was going to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know anything about it. And one of my personal passions is to help create awareness for entrepreneurship as a career path for particularly like teenagers who aren't like thinking, oh, I'm a business person. I'm going to be involved in business. They don't even know what that means. But like to expose them, I want to create some kind of exposure program for kids so that they can understand entrepreneurship as a career path but my kind of like overall tips around starting a company would be have a plan but always be flexible so you want to have a vision of where you're going but you know make sure that you're celebrating your wins and progress every week and be flexible that it might look different and it could look different in a really good way You so have a plan and be flexible number two would be be clear with yourself if you want a business or a job if you want a business you're building from day one always with a team in mind, so you'll need to create systems that can scale and run without you so that you're free to work on your business and not do the actual work every day. But if in that case, you have a whole other set of challenges with that. If you want a job, you're going to be capped by your own limitations. So just having some clarity with yourself around what you're looking for. And then, of course, my last tip would be around delegation. Delegation is the foundation of growth. As an entrepreneur, there's no way that you can do it all and you'll hit a ceiling with your time. Time is your most valuable asset. So master delegation early on and remember to focus on progress, not perfection.
0: I did have one more question for you that I wanted to ask. I personally struggle with delegating and I wonder how often you come across this challenge with helping people feel more comfortable with delegating a variety of their services.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can assure you every single person we work with has that exact challenge. So I think it becomes a matter of survival that, you know, there's more opportunity than you can handle, or you're doing things that aren't the best use of your time, or you're doing things that someone else could do better. So that exercise that I mentioned is a real eye-opener for you to look at activities where you should be spending your time. We put it into quadrants and you can visually see like, all right, these are things that I'm not that great at and I don't really like doing, but I'm still doing. And it helps you kind of figure out what to hand off as a starting point. But it is about building trust. So taking baby steps into delegation where you know maybe you're not delegating your whole calendar, but you're delegating just scheduling these types of podcasts or something like that. And you build trust by doing it in smaller steps.
0: Getting comfortable with delegating to others? It's not as easy as it sounds. To see if it's a fit for you and your operation, take the free online assessment at DelegateSolutions.com. And as Emily and her team at Delegate Solutions continue to empower entrepreneurs by providing expert virtual support and consultancy services, we're really excited for them, especially as the virtual workplace becomes what may be much more of a common way of operating. Hey, folks, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review our podcast and share it with friends and colleagues and family and through social media, too. Be sure to tune in to other podcasts of Growing Greater at Radio.com, wherever you listen to your podcasts or at SelectGreaterPHL.com slash podcast. As we wrap this episode, let's thank the team at The Precisionists, Inc., They're a B Corporation headquartered in Wilmington, Delaware, with a special mission to create jobs for individuals across a broad range of disabilities. With deep regional roots, the team at the Precisionists has a plan for national growth that delivers success for their corporate clients by providing industry best practices for delivering administrative and technology services all performed through teams, Teams that happen to include individuals with disabilities. The Precisionists is uniquely qualified to lead major organizations on their journey to a more diverse and inclusive workplace that welcomes and accommodates individuals with disabilities. You can learn more at theprecisionists.com. That's theprecisionists.com. Growing Greater is presented by Select Greater Philadelphia, a council of our Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia. SELECT is the business attraction organization for Northern Delaware, Southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania, and helps to grow the economic vibrancy of our collective community by attracting new businesses and new jobs to our region. Special thanks to our program producers, Elena Carmazan and Maricela Juarez, along with the great team of marketing and creative services professionals at our chamber. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts or online at selectgreaterphl.com slash podcast.